Good morning and welcome to Lee Younger's House 104 Darwin Road, Oak Ridge, Tennessee. We are staring out the back window at his brand new outside TV, a.k.a. a bird feeder. You know, we've really expected a lot from this bird feeder, and but we wanted to give it time. I mean, you think you'd, you'd develop the... You developed the offense, and you got some new coordinators in. It's, everybody's got to buy in. But it's really picked up faster than we thought. It reminds me of the 2022 Tennessee Volunteers. It's just business has really picked up. If you hold that thought, Leah. Carolina Wren is now prancing around on the ground waiting for its chance at the feeder. It's a bold seems to have, It seems to have bounded off a little bit. Carolina Wren has a great strategy of picking up the pieces of the seat. Oh, oh, out of nowhere, Carolina Chickadee. Wow. I mean, swooping in so quickly. It's, oh, and there it goes. I think it's, their, I think it's their small size and dexterity that really allows them to get in there quick. That bird got in there so fast. Maybe the record of the day so far as far as getting in and getting out, grabbing what it wants, and fleeing the scene. And out of nowhere, a tufted titmouse. Okay. Wow. Now... These these tufties have been pushing the Carolina the Carolina chickadees off of the perch. Well, they are much bigger, and they tend to bully a little bit with their size. I tell you, there's no bully like the defensive lineman of this particular feeder, which uh, we all know is the Eastern Bluebird. Eastern Bluebirds seem to run the roost. Look, look, Carolina Wren getting the aerial view from up top by your light right there and there. Oh, oh it flew across. I thought it was going to pick up a seat on the way, but it didn't. No drive-through visit. Oh, and oh. bam, out of nowhere, Carolina chickadee. Wow. I mean, the speed. From, from behind us somehow, even though we're inside. I don't know. We've always said it speed kills. <laughs> They're always one play away, Lee. Hey, as, as my dad, next football coach, said, you can't coach speed. And there he is. The bluebird, the male, has wow. come in for the kill. We haven't seen him. But house, look, finch, house finch. Two house finch taking a look at it. They're waiting their turn patiently. Oh. That was some great defensive back play. It looked like a, uh, looked like a nickel package from the house finches. <laughs> Look, this bluebird is so blue. It's so blue. But you know what blue it isn't? Kentucky Wildcat blue. Why would you be? Why would you be? Look at that bird. Someone said the Titans are... Well, well it, it's willing to share with the chickadee. It's actually sharing with the chickadee. Everybody eats here in this defense. <laughs> Everybody eats here. What are people thinking right now? I have no idea. Welcome to podcast. Ancient and New. This is normally a Bible study podcast, but <laughs> we're doing a, caught a mouthful right there. Yes. Bluebird. Yeah, that would be that would be unfortunate. We, as as Thomas said, I got a a, a bird feeder for Christmas. The Tufties back, and uh, and so we thought we'd do a little play by play. Thomas, if you didn't know, this is a very good uh, play by play announcer I'm, analyst I, I, I haven't done it in 10 years so i don't know if that's true that's a true statement we all know it's true it's coach not. gaddis was pretty tore up when you couldn't do it any longer and don't worry i don't think that coach gaddis listens to this podcast although i will say this i don't know if tore up sir last night um <laughs> he had an emotional response to you not being able to do it any longer yeah that's the right word and that's we'll leave it at that yeah <laughs> that's because you were good at it but last night and i Thomas was on the verge of potentially being sick last night, so he didn't get to go to the Oak Ridge basketball game. But Coach Gaddis, who is a 70-year-old man, was wearing Jordan 11 Concords, which released wow. in 2018. That is a very nice shoe. That's awesome. Yeah. And Nathan Reeser, has, um, who is uh, one of my son Jack's best friends, has an encyclopedic knowledge on, 
on shoes and what they cost and everything. Mm. And in four seconds, he told us like everything about oh, wow. the Jordan 11 retro Concords. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. It's a shoe that the Jordan 11 came out in 1996 wow. when Joe Penley was in middle school. Which one is that one? Is that the one that's supposed to, it's got supposed that to wear it with leather. a It's got that patent with leather. With a suit? Is that kind of what? Yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah. It's got that patent leather wraparound. Yeah. The ones that, um, who's the, <laughs> who's the old Young Life guy you had that always, uh, that that always announced his moves whenever he was playing a game with you. Jacob Kester's yeah. <laughs> and, and, and wouldn't eat the food at Young Life Camp because he brought his own cereal from he home. He just would eat a box of cereal. <laughs> at every he meal. Just, yeah, he just, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Jacob Kesterson listens to this podcast? Uh, maybe. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we Welcome to Ancient and New. It's 2023. Uh, we are firmly entrenched in the new year. And um, we are going to bring you some scriptures that either encourage or challenge us. And we're gonna, just going to talk about them and how they intersect with our lives and what we're thinking about them. So welcome to the show. Bit. Have you got something for us? A place yeah. for us to go in the scriptures? I think so. Okay, we're going to be in Genesis 3. Wow. What? Shock the world. <laughs> Genesis First chapter 3. First of all, they three. start off with a play-by-play of a bird feeder. That was really fun. That was fun. Oh. <sighs> I am just in eager expectation for some different species to figure out there's a new restaurant in town. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you right now, it, it, gone are your like times of just sitting. Pay, but it, it, it's gonna be so fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be a good year. <laughs> also, like, get ready for some wasted minutes. They're not wasted though. They're not wasted. It's joy filled. The rest of my family are now doing what Yoshi does, which is stand on the couch and look at look out the back. Picture oh, that makes me so happy that they want to do that with you. Yeah. Okay. okay I'm uh, going to look at... Yeah, so, literally Nora said to me, yes, two days ago, I think I'm just going to come out to the couch and look at the bird feeder. Man, you know, you do something like that and you kind of have to keep it to yourself for a while because you're like, what do people think of birders? Because it's kind of a trope. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many yeah. times do you see a meme that's like, you know, bird watching just really sneaks up on you, <laughs> you know? And the people just make fun of it. So I've just kept it quiet for so long. How do you know you're old? Yeah. You watch birds. You watch birds. And uh, things like things of that nature. Yeah. But Man, dude, instead, it's just amazing. I it's thought so, those toughties were going to kick that chickadee out, but he, he won the day. Box them out. Get out of here. Man, he's just, he's hammering that bird seed. Speaking of nature. Genesis chapter three. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Let's go. So this is actually post. Uh, Ooh. The fall, but I, there was one moment. It's, the first sin has broken the world. Yeah, first sin has broken the world. Um, I was reading this the other day. There's one moment though that I wait. Uh, are you on the one year this yeah. year? Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll see how see how I do. I oh, usually have like a moment of crisis, like <laughs> at some point in the middle I can't of it. Do it. Oh, it's not even that. I just like, you know, like I'll, lamentations like, is too sad. I'll just like I'll miss a day or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll just feel I'll be filled with guilt and shame. You know what I'm you like, can do, do T. This. Tell me. You go to the uh daily audio like the one year Bible podcast and you just let it read that day to you that you missed while you do dishes or some, or laundry or something. See that helps me. It's more about the fact that I feel shame you're a rule follower from missing something. Yeah, like you're, it becomes more of like a task than a uh, yeah. <laughs> Right now, we're at the season of reading through the one-year Bible where I am really, really enjoying it. it. Yes. Yeah. And I will be... It's not that I'll get to numbers or something and I'm like, ooh, this is boring. I just will... Yeah. You just, it's life easy happens, you miss a day. No, it's it's easy for it to feel like a task to me mm. instead of a, a get-to. Yeah. Yeah. 
have tos into get tos. That's a big, that's a big deal, and, and it's something that we we want to get good at. Yes. So, um, but okay. So here's this moment where like, uh, like, it's just I don't know how to describe how I feel about that moment in the garden. Sad. Yeah. Tore up. Frustrated. Whatever. Also, like, I, like, I don't know. It'd be really easy to go to the mindset of like, what, like. What does this world look like if that? I don't know. There's there's no point really in asking right. why or what if. Pretty much any time in scripture about anything, um, but um, I I do have a lot of feelings. But there was one moment where I got kind of tenderhearted. Oh, and it kind of shocked me. Take, I hadn't thought about it. Take us there. Yeah. So like, I feel like I I just feel like it's easy to. Um, like it would be really easy for everything to just been like, I feel like God right here. And again, that's, there's no point doing this, but it could have been easy for God to just say like, eh, I tried. Oh, well, like they, they couldn't handle it. Yeah. It was, it was worth a shot. Failed experiment. We'll just do something else. Um, but instead and like, again, like things, there are results of what happened and the decisions that were made in the garden. There, there are things that are, are that become, uh, inevitable and that are results of it. Um, but there's also this really cool thing that I think happens Okay. in, uh, I'll start verse 20. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. And this is the thing right here that got me. It says the Lord made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Okay. I just was so, uh, there was something about that. Like, First of all, these folks didn't realize that they were naked, which is one of my favorite things that you all talk about in premarital counseling is that the idea of like, they felt no shame in their, in their nakedness. Um, shame was the result of wrong. Yes. So they, after, um, after they eat the fruit, um, they try to create, they realize that they're naked. So they try to create clothing out of fig leaves, which if you know anything about science, that would not last long because they t- like leaves when they are detached from their life source. My neighbor has a fig tree. Yeah. Um, around the, around the street. Okay. And they're, they're big old leaves, but like yeah. leaves detached from the source of life don't last. They don't long. last long. So I just thought like, okay, I like right here, I think it could have been easy for God to say like, see ya. Like mm. y'all go figure it out. And first of all, just, you, all right. You you know you're naked. Okay, figure out what to do about it. And I just thought it was such a sweet thing that he took a second and was like, "Okay, look, it's not gonna work with the fig leaf. So let me show you something really quick, and let me do this for you." Yeah. Like it felt like it just felt like a tender moment that he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna make this for you really quick." Yeah. And it could have been. And this is after like he you know curses the serpent and talks about like a lot of the results of what happened from their decisions and yeah. Um, but there's this tender moment where he is, it says he made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Like he did it himself. Oh, even not- in their yuckiness and their sin and their shame. Oh, you know what? So interesting, dude, like were you me. bringing up the tenderness, like I've always noticed that he's the one that makes the garments of skin, which mm-hmm. like, but I just haven't noticed that he's the one that clothes. Them. Yeah. It's like, it's like in chapter six, after Noah builds the ark and everybody gets in it, God closes the door. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Like there's these moments that he does himself. Mm-hmm. 
That's really There's some cool. really cool things. Like when when we give Jude a bath, we we have one of those like robes house with like animal <laughs> ears on it. I know? love it. So cute. But it's one of my favorite things is to like and he knows we have like a little routine where you where I will like wrap him up in that clothing Gosh, minute. I'm stealing some of this for Sunday, by the way. Fun. I'm just gonna admit that right now to you. Great. At least preaching Sunday. Um but we'll you know, I'll wrap him in his little robe and then I'll show him himself in the mirror. And I'll say, who's that little baby there? And he just thinks it's the funniest thing ever to see himself in the mirror. But there's a tender thing in there of the Lord, first of all, doing that for them and then clothing them with it, which I just, I don't know. I I think it's a really cool thing to think about um, here. These people screwed up and screwed it up for uh, all of us in some ways. And like right after this, the Lord is right there with them clothing them which oh, i think is so gosh. cool like there's this there's a phrase that christy uses where like if our kids do something really stupid <clears throat> and we need to have like a teachable moment she she will tell me hey before you have that conversation think about all the angles of it make sure that whatever you do is not so harsh that like make sure that you she and she says this phrase make sure that you cover their shame so like there might be something you need to teach them, but don't be so, but don't be so emotional and so upset that you wail and, and get outside and then you just make them feel bad about who they are. Make sh- and, but the phrase she uses is cover their shame, like teach what you need to teach and say what you need to say, but cover their shame. And that's exactly what he does. That is so kind, but also like the thing that I immediately think about in this passage is like what it cost God to do this for them. So like it is tender, it is kind, it is sweet. It's the first thing in the world that dies. Mm. Like yeah. an animal died for them. Mm. And before that, nothing had died. Yeah. No insect, no bird, no animal, no person, no nothing that God made had ever died. Mm. It would be really interesting to, to see like I've, I'm about to say something I've literally never thought about before. Okay. Like it'd be interesting to see flowers that never lose their bloom. Mm, yeah. Like there are no deadheads yeah. on an azalea. Like all the plants, like <clears throat> I'm speculating, but like what if nothing had ever died? Wow. What if nothing had ever wilted? Mm. What if nothing had ever lost its bloom at all? And all of a sudden, like the cost was something has to die, mm. you know? Cool. And, and I'm imagining it was like, you know, it was like an elk or, you know, as it was like some, some beautiful, amazing animal gave its life so that, so that they, so that their shame could be covered. And obviously this was the first, it was like yet another kind of prophetic picture of what Jesus was going to do. It's like, something that was intended to be internal is now dead mm. because of, because of this yeah. and um, that God himself would lay down his own life to cover our shame. It's just so cool and yeah. sweet and costly That's and cool. messy, sad, but also tender and kind. Mm. That's cool. It is cool. Mm. Sorry. Coffee break. Um, Yum. I want to, I want to look at something in Luke chapter 19, which is 
for me is a, is a much traveled ground in scripture for everyone who's ever been a young life leader. It is a much traveled ground in scripture. Um, or like went to Sunday school. Yeah. If, if anybody that went to VBS or Sunday school, this is a much traveled ground in scripture. But, um, I, I want to look at this because, um, when I, and this is just a glimpse into my situation, but when I read scripture, the first thing I do before I read is I like, I will pray it or sometimes a lot of times I will specifically write it down, which is I'm about to read something I've already read before. Mm-hmm. That's true. I've, I've read this whole book as Glenn Fitzgerald says from, from Genesis to maps, <laughs> which I think is a great Genesis phrase. That's yeah, so good. So good. Anybody that grew up in church, you know exactly what he means by that. But uh, I've read the whole book from Genesis to Maps, like actually a lot of times at this point. So I will pray, like, I'm about to read something I've already read. Hmm. Show me something. Teach me. Give me some little ray or or tell me that you love me. Hmm. I always pray that thing. So I started reading in Luke chapter 19, which is, uh, spoiler alert, the story of Zacchaeus. And almost immediately, it felt like the Holy Spirit slammed on the brakes. Did you ever drive in one of those driver's ed cars where there's a brake on the passenger side? I never did driver's ed. You never did driver's ed? No. Well, I've been driving for 13 years. How are you allowed to drive on the streets? Like, do you know what you're doing? I've been driving for 13 years. Do you know, like, do do you know the right of way, like... Yes. At like, are we okay? Like, when when you're driving a car? I need you to know right now, my wife <laughs> is saying something to herself. <laughs> Maddie, Thomas hasn't been to driver's ed. We need to rectify the situation. Well, I'm not going now. Why not? Why well, wouldn't you I go have to driver's license. ed? <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, okay. when, it did not help my insurance at all. It would have just cost us money. That's weird. There um, you go. That's why I didn't go. Okay. I was supposed to. So um, when you take driver's ed, which is where you learn how to drive a car in this country, like they... <laughs> I wish you could see Thomas's face. That was... So- <laughs> oh, gosh. That was so good. Um, I'm just playing. When you take driver's ed, you go out in a vehicle that is specially equipped with a a foot pedal brake on the passenger side. Hmm. So the instructor has the ability to stop the car at any moment. Wow. So um, <clears throat> that's something that I'm always asking the Holy Spirit to do when I'm reading scripture. Is like, I've already read this book a lot of times. Hit the passenger side brake, please, hmm. as I'm driving down the road. Okay, that being said, I'm going to stop at a certain point when the, when the Holy Spirit hit the brake. Okay. And then I just want you to respond. And then I'll like... Or, or I'll go. Let's just see what Okay, uh, Luke chapter 19. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was, chief, he was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but... And that's where the Holy Spirit just slammed on the brakes. Okay, hold on. I'm so excited where you're going for this. Tell me what that was, though. Like, tell me, tell me, what do you mean he slammed on the brakes? So he slammed on the brakes because obviously I know that what's coming in the scripture, because I've, we've all heard it and read it a thousand times, is, but because he was short, he climbed up a sycamore fig tree. Right. 
And that's how he got to see Jesus. Mm-hmm. It, the thing standing in his way of seeing who Jesus was that he was was that he was short. Mm. There was a big crowd there, and so he couldn't see over the crowd. So he had to climb up a sycamore fig tree. And I think the I think the Holy Spirit stopped me so that I would consider this question. You want to see who Jesus is, but and then what's my thing? Mm. Um. This kid that I'm reaching out to at the high school, there's something, even though he doesn't know it, there's something that in him that wants to see who Jesus is, the one who made him, the real life, real joy, real passion, real kindness. He wants some part of him, even if he couldn't articulate that, honestly, some part of him wants to see who Jesus is, but, Mm. but what's in the way? What's the obstacle? Like everybody walking on this planet, in some deep place in them, I believe, wants a connection with the one who made them. Yeah. But, but what? Yeah. And, like, in my own life, what's the, what's the tree I should scramble up? Mm-hmm. Um, or in, in the life of somebody I care about, what can I do about that obstacle? Yeah. And what if I start thinking about myself and other people in this terms, in these terms? So-and-so wants to see Jesus, but hmm. what love, what kindness, what service, what, how can I be a fig tree? Hmm. How can I be a double fig? We double fig. <laughs> we, bo- <laughs> oh my gosh. We inadvertently double fig. Double figged. <laughs> we, <laughs> we like completely inadvertently double figged wow oh buddy that was All we both just looked at each other like oh <laughs> <laughs> we gave each other the look that tom job gives you when he finds out you haven't watched a movie he likes oh yeah <laughs> thomas you haven't seen life is beautiful what? what i have seen parts of life is beautiful thomas you haven't seen about time i have seen that one isn't that great it makes me i'm very emotional to watch mm-hmm. the movie sorry yeah. Okay. So he wanted to see Jesus, but what does that do in you? Oh, it's so cool. I mean, uh, I, th- I mean, like it's a thought that I have to wrestle with myself mm. a lot in, in funny ways. You know what I mean? Like, like, cause I think it's a, I think it's so helpful for me to hear you say that and to think about it. There's also a thing in me that is like, I have to put to bed a lot, which is the idea that I, I never see Jesus and I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I have to wrestle with my own, like it's just what we were talking about earlier, like shame and, uh, yeah, you, you rules and you like, you're one of the meanest people in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you have a life full of some really kind people, but the one that you live most of your life with is kind of mean to you. Sometimes. Yeah. The one. Yeah. Yeah. And there, like, there's there's an Andrew Peterson song. Uh, it's a newer one, so you probably don't know it very well. But it's because you know, be you, kind to yourself. Yeah, I know that song. Well, it's he a says song. it's called "Be Kind to Yourself," and he goes, "You got to learn to love your enemies too." Yeah, and he's talking to his daughter about herself, that's and right. you're just like, "Oh, that's so brilliant! It so is so brilliant." But yeah, so like, this is a. I mean, <laughs> this is, <laughs> it's a question that I ask myself not in this way every day, almost like. Hey, what's, what's holding me back? What's, what's standing in my way? And it's, it's something I have to be careful about because it can be, it can become things that are 
really harmless and they're actually fun and I like them, but like I, it's easy for me to see things in a terrible way because anything sure. could get in my way of God. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so it's a, it's good for me to, to hear it from the perspective that you're giving it and to think about it in those terms. Yeah, Cause the, here's what I don't mean. And, and this is, it's funny that you're saying that because, and this is why I really believe that the Holy spirit slammed on the brakes that, that morning that I was reading this because it never entered my mind that what the Lord was saying to me was like, what's holding you back? Like, what do you love right. more than me? Right. Oh, you love uh, Tennessee basketball. So it's so funny more than like, you love me. The way you're saying that right now is so, uh, that never occurred to me. No, that's helpful for me. The, the tone you're doing that in because yeah. it's like, you know, you were speaking as if that was the Lord speaking to you. Right. And when you say it like that, it makes With me that. laugh because yeah. I'm like, he would never do that. No, that's not what he's But like. in my head, that's where I go. Like I did read a book one time. Well, a bunch of people like encouraged me to read this book. And they were like, you got to read this book. It's so awesome by this pastor and everything. So I bought it like a new. They usually do well when they write books, right? <laughs> I bought it like a noob. And then started reading it and in the introduction this guy was talking about basically how sinful it is that people care about march madness but they don't care about worship and i was just like you sounded like patrick you're such a goober man like <laughs> come on man people get to like it's things so fun people, march madness is so fun it, people get to like things and and based on janet sims's sermon on sunday morning it's like it's when you like Jesus. something, it's because of Jesus. Yeah. He's actually he's actually trying to he's actually trying to engage you. Yeah. Um, what if what if like what if you had the thought like what if someone in that book what if he had said why can't you love Jesus as much as you love looking at birds out of your back window? Right <laughs> you did. Like, Screw yeah. you. Do you see that? Like thing? what? Do you see how beautiful that bluebird was that was just there? Yeah, and he designed him. He yeah. designed joy. He designed fun. He designed right. passion. Like all of these things were his idea. What it's if like, you loved this little baby so oh much that you gosh. didn't love Jesus enough? I mean, look at that kid. <laughs> I love him so much. I too. Juder, he's so stinking cute. He's so cute. Um, yeah, I mean, it's so. I really, really don't believe that's what the Lord was communicating to me. Mm. I think the thing that he was communicating to me is like, I want to know people. I want to know you. Like, if there is a reason that we're not connecting, like, let's scramble up a tree to figure it out. Yeah. Because I, I love you. Yeah. And I want you to see me and I want, and, and I, and you want to see me too, yeah. you know? And it was, it was all kindness and it was all like, it was, it was all like, hey, engage in the strategy of like, what would it take to see me more clearly mm. and to, and to experience me more fully? Yeah. It was yeah. just sweetness. Yeah. It's so funny. Like the, the way that I can negatively hear that always, it plays into my, like for people who know me, they know that there's always been a small part of me. That's like, let's just sell everything and live in a, under a tarp and <laughs> make it happen. Just it, trust the Lord. Yeah. Because somewhere in me, there probably is a place that is like, that's, that is, uh, then that would be all I have. And there is nothing else. And it, it's monkdom, I guess. <laughs> is that a word? Did I make that up? Monkdom. 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 The kingdom of monks. The kingdom of monks. Anyways, it's so funny. Yeah. I, I walk a fine line of that. So it's good for me. Like, I think the most helpful thing that 
that uh, you did for me in this was say the thing that you said in the voice that you did as if it was the Lord saying it. Yeah. Because then it makes me laugh. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. That's not how he sounds. But like in your mission of like, like your particular, like you, Thomas, your particular mission Hi. of like shepherding middle school and high schoolers, like, Hey, like what's, what's holding them back right. from seeing Jesus and, yeah. and how can you and he get to teamwork and, the removal of those obstacles. Yeah. Um, is it shame? But also me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's yes, working but also them? me, but yeah. also me. So like, that's where this is like, there is an answer so, to that. So for let me, me read, right? let me, let me reread the scripture. Um, a man was there by the name of Thomas. He was a birder. Hi. And he was not wealthy. <laughs> he wanted, he wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was so ashamed of stuff, mm. he couldn't. Wow. And so that's like, just reread it, you know, yeah. like reread yeah. it, put yourself in it, figure it out. And then just like, oh man, what if I wasn't ashamed and I just enjoyed Jesus? Mm. It's so cool. <laughs> it could be, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just like, what, what's, what's the obstacle that's holding me back from enjoying the sweetness and the kindness mm. and the leading and the, the refining yeah. of the, the King, the mm. Christ. Yeah. And I want to scramble up that tree, whatever mm. it is. You know, I was reading in, uh, in Matthew, uh, where John is baptizing Jesus and he, you know, he says, this is, this is, uh, this is my son and with him. I'm well pleased to, you know, the thing that he says there. Yeah. And I just, I found myself writing to the Lord. I just want to believe that you feel that way. About yeah. Me. You know? Yeah. And that's what you're saying right there. Like, yeah, I want to believe, I, I want to believe that you feel that way about me. I want to, I want to know it in my heart. I don't want to, I don't want my first thought to be, but, or yeah, there's a caveat to that. Or, um, it's just not applicable to you in any way. Right. Just this is really helpful. You just gave me a counseling session live on the air. <laughs> well, I love you, buddy. Oh, hey, we're grateful for you guys. Yeah. Um, thanks for thanks for tuning in and listening. We're we're hoping for a great 2023. We're excited. Josh Dobbs is playing for the Titans. We really hope they don't draft Will Levis because who would? Why would you? And why would anybody do that? But um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. I'm Lee and Thomas. This has been Ancient New. Down for me, you took hold of me, Lord. You rescued me from my enemy. You reached down for me, you took hold of me, Lord. You rescued me from my enemy. From under deep waters, when I was too weak in the day. Of disaster, you came for me. I lifted my voice, and you heard my cry. You parted the heavens, you tore back the sky.